Hello everybody and welcome back to the deep end. My name is Bryce and today I will be going over the top the the best player of all time to wear each number. So for example, number let me think of a number that doesn't already that that doesn't have anybody in it so I don't spoil anything. Number thirty seven would be make up a name. Uh Franco Clark. Number forty six would be uh Justin Justin Holbert. Like stuff like that. So this might be the long this is going to be one of the longest episodes ever on my podcast, if not the longest. Because the top sixteen NFL quarterbacks episode was I almost said only there, and that was not only. That was like 51 minutes, I think. This is probably going to be around there or over that. So, let's start it off. Now, I decided to lump in uh, double zero and zero because there weren't there weren't uh, that many like great double zero players. Uh, so I just I just I just decided to lump them in. Uh, and I'm going to go over every single player, so I'll make this episode shorter. But number zero, slash double zero, we have Russell Westbrook. Now, if you are a consistent listener on this podcast, you would know that I really don't even have to explain why Russ is the best here. Because I already talked about him so much in going over the Russell Westbrook trade. But... To put it short, he is the most athletic point guard of all time, in my opinion. The most athletic. The best, probably Magic Johnson. The most athletic, Russell Westbrook. The most explosive, Russell Westbrook. Best defender, he's up there. For sure. For sure. But, he comes in at the best for number zero. For number one... This was like a real debate, but I feel I feel this is a pretty good uh pretty good explanation for this. Uh Trace McGrady comes out on top. Now Trace McGrady, when he played for Vince Carter, I think Vince Carter was more so the boss of that team. But once he joined the Magic, I mean he couldn't really do anything in the playoffs, but he was a monster. No, I don't mean like he couldn't do anything in the playoffs. His team couldn't. But, like, he was a monster. His shooting from the outside was unguardable. His mid was one of the best in the league. His, he could get to the paint almost as good as Russell Westbrook. Like, Tracy McGrady was insane in his prime. Uh, are so many other players who could be here, but Tracy McGrady comes out on top. Number two, there aren't that many like, top 25, top 30, top 40 players who have worn the number two, but there has definitely been a top five rebounder who has worn number two, maybe top three. Moses Malone at number two. Now, Moses Malone, my opinion, the third best or second best rebounder of all time, uh, right behind Dennis Rodman, uh, Moses Malone, his nickname is, like, incredible. It is, like, it has all this stuff in it. Chocolate, Thunder, and I forget the rest. <laughs> like, his nickname is insane. Um, and 
like he um if correct me if I'm wrong, he was the first NBA player to break a backboard. Even before Shaq. He was the first NBA player to break the backboard. He was literally Shaq before Shaq. Amazing rebounding, amazing defense, awful shooting. Like actually awful. Like, bro, he could not make a shot to save his life. But his inside game was impeccable. Defense, impeccable. Rebounding, especially impeccable. Like, he was a beast. And he was a great leader. But, but honestly, every player, when he played, was a great leader. Unlike today, where the only good leader in the NBA, in my opinion, is Chris Paul. No, it is not LeBron James. But, uh, anyways, coming in at number three, speaking of Chris Paul... Is Chris Paul. I mean, this one is pretty undebatable. In my opinion, Chris Paul is the most underrated player of all time. If not that, it's probably Scottie Pippen or Steve Nash. Um, Chris Paul is definitely the best leader of all time, in my opinion. Uh, his mid is one of the best of all time. Um, and you can notice that every single team he went to, they got better. The New Orleans Hornets, that's what they were called at the time. He, like, won them an extra, like, what, 10 games in his rookie season than they had done last year just because of him. The roster was literally the exact same, basically the exact same. They played a few more years, and he made them a pretty well-known team just because of him. They went to the Clippers. They made the playoffs practically every year he was there. And then Lob City went to the Rockets. Went to the conference finals practically every year he was there. Went to the Thunder. They made the, well, almost made the playoffs. If they didn't, they would probably, if Chris Paul wasn't on that team, they would probably have a top three worst record in the league. Went to the Suns. Bottom to the finals. Devin Booker played well, he played amazing in the regular season, in my opinion, the best shooting guard in the regular season. But if we're talking about best player in the sun, on the Suns in the playoffs, it is Chris Paul by far. Now, first round Suns, Devin Booker. Second round, I want to say Ty, but every time through there, Chris Paul was dominating. Like, he was just a monster. He was making dots. He was absolutely De- destroying from mid-range. He s- really deserves a ring. And the Suns looking like they're going to like keep their entire roster. And they have one of the be- best role players in the league in McCall Bridges. I think they could win the chip this year, and CP3 will be a big part of that. Number four, and we're already seven minutes in. This is... Oh, my God. Number four, C- Chris Webber. Now, I hate Chris Webber. I know you all are going to hate me for saying that. But I hate Chris Webber. There's basically no one else to compete with him. He doesn't really deserve the spot. Uh, move on to the next one because I do not want to talk about him. Same with Jason Kidd at number five. There's literally nobody else to compete with him because he was, like, the only decent player to ever or number five. And I hate him, too, so we're going to skip him. Number six, the most rings of all time, Bill freaking Russell. This one is undebatable. Even if freaking like, LeBron does not deserve to be here because it's Bill Russell, and LeBron is number five on the all-time list, in my opinion. Bill Russell. Actually, no. LeBron. Okay, so you guys probably just noticed a little cutout in that audio, but that is because my mic just cut out for no reason. So, uh, we're back again, and we're back with some good 
analysis, hopefully. Bill Russell at number six. LeBron does not deserve to be here. He, LeBron is number six all time. You guys are absolutely going to freaking destroy me and hate me. But I do not care. Bill Russell is number five. Deal with it. Uh, but anyways. Number seven. Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. That's how... That's how bad this list got. That's how bad number seven is. And I'm not I'm not saying Carmelo Anthony's a bad player all the time. But when he wore number seven, which was for the Thunder, he was anything but great. He was good. He could still make some threes, but that should show you his thunder time. Not Carmelo Anthony all the time. If Carmelo Anthony's thunder time is number seven, that should show you how bad number seven is. But yeah. I wish I could put him on this list again, but there are just a few people better than him. So, um, but I do got to give him some props. Uh, he did was a big. He was a big part of that big three. He added a lot of floor spacing, and I think he'll do the same with the Lakers. But uh, coming at number eight, uh, do I even have to say anything? Yes, fine. Uh, Kobe. I don't need to explain, right? If you say yes, I'm not going to because it's Kobe. That should just be un undeniable. Number nine, Bob Pettit. Most of you have never heard of him. He is probably top two all time for the Hawks. Uh, I would say Dominique Wilkins overtakes him, but he's definitely the best center the Hawks have ever had. He could actually shoot pretty well. He was basically uh, basically Shaq, but less dominant, but like less like bulky and could just force his way into the paint and had more of a shot. Um, number 10 is Walt Frazier, undeniable, best, one of the best point guards of all time, undeniable, top two, Knicks player of all time, another top two, Wilt, Wilt, Walt Frazier, Walt Frazier, jeez, I cannot talk, sorry if that is really bad audio, but, uh, Walt Frazier at number 10, uh, whoa, this man was a great defender, he was great at scoring, uh, um, yeah, and he carried the Knicks to a championship, I believe. But if not that, pretty far in the playoffs. Number 11, Isaiah Thomas. I am okay with Ty Isaiah Thomas. I don't want to talk to him after what he did to MJ. And after, uh, now people are going to say, Oh, MJ forced him off the All-Star team. No. I like Isaiah, but number 11. And Pistons Isaiah Thomas. I'm not talking about... Celtics, Isaiah Thomas. I'm talking about Pistons. Uh, and it's not current. It's all-time Isaiah Thomas, which is, in my opinion, one of the best wingers of all time. Top seven, undeniable. Uh, Isaiah Thomas was a pretty good court general facilitator. That's really all I have to say about him. Number 12, John Stockton. Uh, leads the NBA all-time in assists. I love this guy, but his his sidekick, in my opinion, yeah, yeah. John Stockton was not the sidekick. Karl Malone was. I hate Karl Malone. He's my least favorite player of all time. Uh, John Stockton, second best passer of all time. Leads the league in assists. Uh, and he was a sharpshooter, too. And if he was a pretty decent defender. He was, his defense was pretty underrated. He was a pretty decent defender. I mean, like, that's really all you would want in a point guard, right? Like... <laughs> Pretty good defense, amazing passing, amazing shooting. That is the perfect point guard right there. Don Stockton deserves to be here. 
and there's nobody to overtake them. Number 13. Well, crap. Uh, my audio cut out again. So sorry for the cut off there. I'm sorry, guys, that this uh, episode is kind of a train wreck. I think this is. I think this. I think my podcast is telling me, no, Bryce, don't waste like five days of your life trying to record an episode. I mean, I'm not wasting it. I love you guys. But anyways, uh, Wilt, right? Yeah. Number four player of all time. Scored 100 points in the game. And in a game, averaged 50 points in a season. Do I have to say any anything more? Like, I shouldn't have to. This man is the most dominant center of all time, in my opinion. People are going to say Shaq. People are going to say Hakeem Olajuwon. People are going to say freaking Charizard. But no. And if you're asking why I do so many Pokemon references, that is because it's the first thing that pops into my mind. But Will Chamberlain, coming at number 13. No, it is not James Harden. If you say James, James Harden, I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to slap you. I don't mean that. But uh, anyways... Wilt Chamberlain at number 13. He deserves to be here because, you know, he's like Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, R.I.P. Wilt Chamberlain. But anyways, number 14, Oscar Robertson. Probably the player that deserved MVP the most but didn't get it. Like all time. If we're talking about a list of the best players to never get MVP... Russell West, not Russell Westbrook. Oscar Robertson is at the top of that. I mean, man still leads the league in triple doubles, I think. Like, Russ is right behind him, but he, it's freaking triple doubles, and the man never won an MVP. He, like, probably one of the best court generals, one of the best facilitators of all time. Number three point guard, in my opinion. It goes, top three goes Magic, Curry, Oscar Robertson. That is the top three. Number 15, Vince Carter. Best dunker of all time. Say no more. Number 16, Pau Gasol. First of all, no one to overtake him. And second of all, it's Pau Gasol. One of the only, one of, if not the only, teammates that Kobe ever respected. And gaining Kobe's respect is literally insane. Just like gaining MJ's respect. Gaining Kobe's respect. Got it out again. If it does that one more time, I'm going to get so mad. I'm so sorry, guys, that it keeps cutting out. But my mic just does not want to participate today. But I still love this thing. But anyways, number 17, John Havlicek. The second best Celtics player of all time. I'm a third best Celtics player of all time, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's... That's that's pretty big. I mean, the Celtics have had so many like top fifty all time players. It's insane. So being top three, uh, I think that says that you're kind of like you can, you're you're good. But uh, anyways, John Hamlet checking number seventeen, number eighteen, Dave Cohen's. And if I'm not spending much time to read these, is because I do not want to be sitting here for the next eight hours. But anyways, Dave Cohen's at number eighteen, another Celtics. Celtics player. Uh, Dave Cohen's was a very good forward. He played really well with Larry Bird and played really well with John Havlicek. Uh, what was that? I just heard a weird noise. But anyways, Dave Cohen's comes comes in at number eighteen. A pretty good shooting forward and could and could play pretty good defense. His rebounding 
need a little work, especially as a forward. But anyways, number 19, Willis Reed. I don't really know anything about this guy. I have heard that he is amazing, and some of you Knicks fans are going to hate me for not knowing much about him, but I really just don't have anything to say about him. I haven't looked at his stats or anything, but... Anyways, number 20, Gary Payton, the glove, the best defensive point guard of all time. And if you disagree with that, uh, you can send me an audio message, and I will respond to it and tell you how stupid you are. No, I'm joking. Uh, if you provide a valid argument, I will, I'll give you some leeway, and I might agree with it. But And by the way, uh, I can't believe I haven't even mentioned this, but if you guys want to be featured on the podcast, and if you just want to talk to me, not like face-to-face or like live, but uh, you can voice message me. There should be a link in like the description of my videos that you can go to. Um, and it should be a little tab called voice message. And on that, you can just send a vo- voice message to me, and I'll probably I probably will put it on the podcast. And on that screen where it does says the little tab, there's another tab, a little bubble, and it says support. Now. With my sponsor gone, I don't have a way to fund making merch or uh, making my podcast better or leveling up, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I don't have a way to to do that. Uh, so if you guys want to help me with that, make the podcast better, you guys can support me. Only a small donation of a dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars a month. Um, you can like kind of just put that in there. You can back out at any time. Um, you don't have to. I'm just letting you guys know if you want the podcast to get better and better. But anyways, back number twenty, Gary Payton. Number twenty-one, Tim Duncan. I mean, best power forward of all time. Ring any bells? Big fundamental. Big fundamental. Like, Tim Duncan, is that ring any bells? Like, best Spurs player of all time, just like the Celtics. It's pretty hard to get top three. Pretty, pretty hard. It cut out. Again, I am so sorry, guys, that this podcast episode is going to be absolute dog crap. But it keeps cutting out. I'm going to have so many clips to freaking edit. I'm going to be very angry after this. But anyways, back to the episode. I'm so sorry, guys. It keeps cutting out. Number 22, we got Elgin Baylor. And I, I'm pretty sure the reason it cut out is because I got a freaking call from a group chat that I'm in, which blows up my phone every night at freaking 12 in the morning. So I just left that. Because it is very annoying. Number 22, Elgin Baylor. Top 10 Laker of all time. And that is the hardest league to get into. Top 10 Laker of all time. Top 5 Laker of all time. Top 1 Laker of all time. But you can only get into that club if, if your name is Kobe Bryant. So, uh, number 22, Elgin Baylor. Uh, he played, he, Him and Jerry West dominated the league for several years. Elgin Baylor was one of the was a big part in the Showtime Lakers, uh, like, he's probably the best forward the Lakers have ever had, I mean, the Lakers guards and centers is so amazing, but their forwards, probably the worst position on their all-time team, but they're not bad, <laughs> like, yeah, 
Elgin Baylor, number 22. 23, if it's, I don't even need to say his name. 24, Kobe Bryant. By the way, 23 is Michael Jordan. It's, if you didn't know that, you really should be watching this podcast or listening to it. But number 26, Kyle Korver. Yeah, I don't want. I don't like him. Number, oh, by the way, I think I missed twenty-five. Number twenty-five is Gail Goodwich. Goodwich, top ten point guard, top five point guard for the Lakers all time. Very good. Twenty-seven, Rudy Gobert. Now I start getting into the higher numbers, and I hate literally everybody. Rudy Gobert, number twenty-seven. Nobody could to compete with him. Uh, Number 28, Andrew Lang. I do not even know who this is. 29, Paul Silas. I do not even know who this is. Number 30, Steph Curry. Best shooter of all time. Do I need to go on? 31, Reggie Miller. Third best shooter of all time. Do I need to go on? 32, Magic Johnson. There's a reason they called him Magic Johnson. Uh, 33, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. 34, Shaq. 35, Kevin Durant. The most unguardable player ever from mid-range. Best mid-range shooter of all time. Uh, 36, Marcus Smart. Nobody else. I know I'm th- flying through these, but, like, <laughs> again, I don't want to be sitting here for the next eight hours. Number 40, Sean Kemp. One of the best shot blockers of all time. And probably the the best, second best player the, the Supersonics have ever had. Not the Thunder slash Supersonics, just the Supersonics. 41, Dirk Nowitzki. It's Dirk Nowitzki, probably the best post moves of all time, if we're not counting Hakeem Olajuwon. 42, James Worthy. Uh, oh, no, no, uh, James Worthy is the best. Okay, Elgin Baylor's best small forward, James Worthy best power forward. I mean, they, they called him Big Game James. I mean, if that doesn't mean you're good, I don't know what does. 43, Brad Dirty, Doherty. Actually, Dirty fits him, but uh, nobody else to compete with, and best center the Cavs have ever had. Uh Close as the Jonas Agalskis, though, but I, um, my brothers call him Big Whitey. Uh, number 44, Jerry West. He once won a finals MVP without even winning the finals. He is the logo of the NBA. What else could you want? Number 45, I put Donovan Mitchell, but we're going off how pe- how people played when they were that number. And MJ, although he didn't play as good uh, when he was number 23, number 45, he was still, like, amazing. He's number 45. Sorry, Donovan Mitchell, but you're close. You're second. 47, Andre Karolinko. His name was AK-47. <laughs> that doesn't strike fear into the hearts of anybody who plays him. I don't know what will. Andre Karolinko is basically Dirk, but, like, Dirk is better. Like, And he's one of the most loved players of all time. Number 49, Shandon Anderson. I don't even know who this is. Number 50, David Robinson. And we're getting into half of the numbers here. David Robinson, second best first player of all time. Top five rebounder of all time. Number 51, Reggie King. I don't know who this is. Number 52, Jamal Wilkes. Another great forward for the Lakers. Number 53, Artis Gilmore. Best center the Bulls have ever had, but then again, there's not much to compete with. Number 54, Horace Grant. I mean, I really don't know much about him. I've heard, I hear him all the time, but I don't know much about him. All I know is that he played for the Bulls and the Magic. Number 55, Dikembe Mutombo, the best shot blocker of all time. Number seven, yeah, we skipped 56 through 76. Nobody there. We go all the way to 77 at George, at George Merzon. The tallest player 
in the NBA. Yeah, we skipped to 88. Nicholas Batum, one of the best shooters currently in the NBA. Well, one of the best forward shooters in the NBA. Uh, 90, Drew Gooden. Don't know who this is. Wow, we actually ended that quickly. I was expecting that to be way longer. But number 99, Y'all already, y'all already know who it is. Top ten center, maybe top seven center. No, definitely top five center of all time. We got George Mikan. Boom, we're done. I mean, this man had a freaking drill mate named out after himself because he was that big on fundamentals. But anyways, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Sorry for the awful cutouts, like every single second. But anyways. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed this uh, episode. If you want my podcast to get better, go ahead and support me and donate monthly. If you want to, you can back out any time, and you don't have to. Uh, and if you want to talk with me and appear on the podcast, not like as like live, but like as a voice message, uh, send a voice message. If you want, if you want to let me know anything, if I miss somebody on this list, or if you want to tell me something about previous episodes, or if you just want to say something. If, if good or bad, I don't care. I just want to hear you guys. I want to listen to you guys. Take into account um, and make the podcast better. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.